Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM Radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Now we my lady, bitch, you cool me down See, I just wanna hold on 
to my corner, I'm in my way, the way she go me down. Thank you really for joining us this Monday morning. It is the 14th of March, 2022. Good morning to you. This is Fresh 107.9 FM. It's four minutes going to past 7 a.m. this morning. Blessed, that's the song you're listening to. Uh, Whiskey and Demian Marley coming together on that song. I uh, hope your Monday morning has started the brightest way possible. Wish you the very best this morning. Uh, have a great day at work. Be nice to folks around you. Hopefully, it turns out to be a great day. Hopefully, it turns out to be a great week. Wally Bakar is my name. Good morning to you. Amaya Miyadisa is in the studio this morning. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning to you, Wally. Good morning to you, Alice. Nice. So good to be here this Monday morning. Because Mr. Samson, I think the ladies on the program with us this morning as we will be taking a look at the headlines together. Good morning, sir. Great to see you. Hope you had a great weekend. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Um, good to be back here. Yeah. must have been a great weekend. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, okay. Sunday. Mm. Saturday, precisely. Happy New Week. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for joining us. Uh, it's time to take a look at the headlines on the dailies this morning. Welcome to Freshly Breast. Thank you for staying with us. Good morning to you. It's freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Today, Monday, the 14th of March, 2022. It's a full house this morning as we take a look at the headlines. Thank you for joining us, of course. Uh, you can watch us live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fresh FM live. Uh, you can share the videos, drop your contributions as we go on. Of course, Twitter at Fresh FM Abelkota, also another option uh, this morning. We'll go right ahead, mention the headlines, the punch, the guardian. The Premium Times, the Nigerian Tribune are some of the options available to us uh, this Monday. The Pempishing newspapers also uh, with some headlines uh, this morning. The Premium Times, first off, uh, says insecurity, 18 soldiers, 6 police officers, 79 other Nigerians killed last week. Uh, there, bandits open fire on vehicle, kill five passengers in Katsina. There's also four-year-old kids abducted in Lagos. Uh, there on the Premium Times this morning, uh, the uh, there's the story of the APC crisis. APC crisis, our party may suffer worse fate than PDP. Buhari wants. Uh, that's on the Premium Times uh, this Monday as well. Uh, the Pempushing newspapers uh, this morning, also with a couple of headlines to look out for. Uh, police arrest two alleged notorious kidnappers in Ogun State. Uh, collapsed building in Governor Bjordan's hometown kills two persons uh, there. Also, secondary school student stabs colleague to death is another uh, on the Pempushing newspapers. Sadguru Maharaji advocates 60 years jail term for fake news purveyors. Mm. Also there are the Pempushing newspapers uh, with those reports. The Punch, Buni, Mehed, APC convention, uncertainty surrounds zoning. Um, 
we won't make gunpoint negotiations with ASU, says federal government there on the punch as well. NDLEA traces 4.2 billion naira to Abakiari co-accused accounts. Russia-Ukraine war, uh, there's uh, some updates there. Uh, to look out for on the punch. Uh, there's also COVID-19. Chinese cities, factories on lockdown over Omicron spike. Uh, there's also convention. APC chief to backs Boris admonition on strengthening party. Uh, still talking politics. 2023 PDP chief calls for integrity test on INEX systems. Uh, that is on the punch uh, this morning. There's a lot of politics on many of the dailies this morning. On the Nigerian Tribune this morning, as Dizu hits 720 Naira, man cries to federal government. After seven years together, I have no issues with Buhari. That is coming from the Vice President, Professor Yemi Oshimbaju. Terrorism, Nigeria will win, CDS Irabo. Capacity to tackle insecurity must be considered along with zoning. That is coming from former Senate President Bukola Saraki. Russia, Ukraine crisis, Nigerians may expect worsening food crisis that is coming from the LCCI. NDLEA arrests general overseer with drugs at Lagos Airport. That is also on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. And on the Guardian, businesses hit with 96.4 trillion naira losses as power failure worsens. Anxiety as students, parents await ASU's decision on strike. Abuja court halt APC convention indefinitely. That is also on the Guardian this morning. Also, there is this one. Nigeria is winning terrorism battle, says Irabo. Also on the Guardian this morning, I didn't exonerate Kihari, says Malami. Police, customs, terrorists set Katsina, Niger on fire. That is also on the Guardian this morning. Because uh, the uh, law of the dailies uh, with uh, a lot of these headlines to look out for this morning, there's uh, uh, some updates uh, from Russia as the invasion goes on. Uh, quite a lot of um, talks as regards um, Russia's antics and uh, some countries uh, that might also uh, be looking into, uh, that might be clandestinely you know, uh, working with Russia. Uh, well, they're there uh, this uh, morning on some of the dailies. Uh, the punch has got uh, what they call 13 latest updates to know as regards the Russian-Ukraine war there uh, this morning. Welcome to Freshly Pressed. We'll take a pause. When we return, well, we'll take a peep into the headlines and get talking this morning. Please don't go anywhere. That's It's like having your personal dentist at home. Strengthens teeth, fights teeth cavities, combats data buildup, whitens teeth, freshens breath, reduces plaque, and ensures healthy gum. Oral Care Toothpaste, 12 hour dental protection system, extra fresh gel, protects from tooth decay. Oral Care Toothpaste.
Academy Suite Telephone 0817-666-601 Academy Suite Home away from home Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at on Fresh One uh, this Monday morning uh, is the 14th of March 2022. Let's get to it this morning. Some of the headlines that we mentioned earlier. Uh, we'll just kickstart with uh, the law of the politics on the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the crisis in the ruling all progressives congress appears uh, it will it is uh, festering at the moment uh, there's just a lot of uncertainty as to what to expect uh, from the party well uh, the premium time says apc crisis our party may suffer worse fate than pdp uh, buhari warns uh, the president Mohammed buhari on saturday warned the other leaders of his party the apc together acts together Unless they want the party to suffer a fate worse than the People's Democratic Party, the PDP. The PDP governed Nigeria for 16 years before it lost the 2015 general elections to the APC. President Buhari issued this warning to leaders of the APC amidst the renewed internal crisis ravaging the party ahead of the 2023 general elections. The party's internal crisis took a turn for the worse on Monday when the Niger State Governor Baka Bello controversially took over the APC leadership from his Yobe State counterpart, Meymala Abuni. Mr. Abuni was reportedly booted out of office as APC's acting chairman for alleged anti-party behavior ahead of the party's much-anticipated national uh, convention. Now, while the APC National Secretary has not outrightly confirmed the change of his leadership, um, the party's governors, according to reports, masterminded Mr. Abuni's dismissal, having noted the latter's alleged plot to sabotage the March 26 event. His removal, according to the governors, was also sanctioned by President Buhari before the president commenced his latest medical trip uh, to the UK. Well, the president's statement signed by spokesman Gabashio did not acknowledge his role in the party's leadership crisis, but cautioned its members against repeating the PDP's mistakes while in power. Uh, he says, uh, while it is normal and uh, members are entitled to their own share of dissent and intra-party discord, uh, says these are common in all parties left and right all over the world. But parties splintered by competing egos destined themselves to the worst possible fate. As the country prepares for the long run up to the 2023 presidential election, we all expect a robust debate on the issues that matter and what is going on in the APC should be a reflection of this, not the infighting we're seeing. There must be no more distractions out of the convention to choose new leaders, the president said. The rest is there on the premium times. APC crisis, our party may suffer worse fate than PDP. Uh, Buari warns. Uh, the punch, however, says Buni made APC convention uncertainty surrounds zoning uh, there. Uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, comes with the rider. President asked Yobe governor to lead party to national summit. Uh, That's according to a source. Uh, the point says the Yobe state governor and chairman of the APC, CCPC, May Malabuni, may supervise the party's national convention on March 26th, uh, saying that the president, according to sources, uh, directed that Buni should add the party's convention with a strict condition that no more postponements be tolerated. Well, it's there this morning on the punch uh, to look out for. Well, we know uh, that um, last week when uh, the uh, governor 
or should we say the, uh, the governor Belo led APC sent a letter to INEC. INEC, uh, INEC had uh, replied them saying the letter wasn't signed by the appropriate uh, individuals and that INEC also spoke about some 21 day notice and all of that. Uh, then came the APC national youth leader uh, who was uh, addressing the press conference on the same Friday saying uh, they had already sent the notice to INEC that um, what happened with Governor Buni was that he was going to was going on medical trip. He handed over to Governor Abubakar Bello to act in his stead and that there was no major thing that had happened in the APC. In fact, he kept on saying, I don't know why this is tough for Nigerians to understand. This is so simple, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and uh, for for some people, they, they found it as quite insulting to Nigerians, considering because it was making it seem like it was Nigerians that didn't understand what was going on. Considering Governor Nasir had said some days back, uh, Governor Buni wanted to mm. do this, he wanted to sabotage the party. The president instructed that we remove him, put Abu Bakar Bello. In fact, I remember he was asked particularly when Governor Buni comes back, what will be his position? And he said he has no position to come back to other than the fact that he's Yobe State Governor. So to, to then make it seem like, oh, we're fine, uh, he just handed over to Governor Bello and all of that on a Friday. And then on Saturday, the president is coming out to say, uh, let's take things easy or else we might end up like the PDP. Well, it, it, it means uh, one thing, that um, the president is not in charge of his party. Because um, I think it's some of these APC governors that are doing this or creating this infighting within their own party. And you cannot divorce that from uh, their... Uh, their ambitions, their interests, um, and uh, above all that is the ego that is uh, running in the mind, in the head of everybody, and uh, nobody wants to back down. Because if it is the interest of the party and uh, the nation at large, you won't, you won't get this kind of a scenario. Now, it's clear to us that the president was not even aware and he's now talking like a preacher, that peacemaker, mm. who is just saying, guys, please don't destroy this party and all that. Whereas um, some people have quoted him, being led by um, Governor Erufai. He, he, he hasn't said anything about that, whether he actually gave that instruction, you know, that uh, somebody should be removed, another person should should be there. So I, I think um, it's it's what you get when you have a house of commotion like this. Yes, it happened to PDP uh, because um, at that point the governors too, you know, were in disarray. And when things happen like that from the from the house of the governors, you know what you get. At that point, everybody is aligning, realigning, mm. and at the end of the day, nobody wanted to say, "Okay, let, let me let me withdraw." You know, from my standpoint, for for the interest of the party, then the breakaway faction of new PD called new PDP. Then you know, they moved that, and that was the beginning of the end. You know, we are waiting to see how this continues. Um, I'm, I'm sure the opposition party, PDP, they are there watching, you know, whether it will be in their own favor too this time around, if they are unable to resolve their issues and there will be a breakaway faction or some people will remain there and be uh, using anti-party activities, you know, to further injure their own political party and they might be the overall uh, 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 beneficiary of the crisis. But like the president said, it's a normal thing. 
in a democracy, you have all these kind of uh, uh, infighting here and there. But at the end of the day, they should be able to disagree, to agree. Where they cannot agree, of course, they might suffer the same fate. You know, because if the, P- if the PDP had been won, uh, I don't know how big or how, how, how well APC will have been able to fight them at that point. A party that has been there for 16 years, they had everything, you know, they needed to win that election. But for the cracks, you know, that they, they had there that they could not mend at that point. So they, they've been in opposition going to eight years now. So let's wait and see. Uh, like uh, people in opposition will wish, let the party continue. Well, uh, the uh, PDP as well, uh, a chieftain there is asking for integrity tests on technology of the Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, ahead of the 2023 general elections, says Mr. Sita Chidoka. 2023 PDP chieftain calls for integrity tests on INEC systems there this morning uh, to look out for. It's also on the punch. Uh, there are quite a number of other stories talking party politics on some of the other dailies this morning. The Nigerian Tribune has this one. Capacity to tackle insecurity must be considered along with zoning. That is coming from the former Senate President, Bukola Saraki. But moving on this morning to other matters, there's a story on The Guardian. I didn't exonerate Kihari, says Malami. The Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice, Abuba Kamalami, has described as false the media report that his office had conclusively exonerated Abba Kihari. The clarification was made via a statement by the Special Assistant on Media and Public Relations to the AGF, Dr. Omar Jibril Luguantu, yesterday. The AGF clarified that there appears to be misunderstanding regarding the issue. He said it was a case of work in progress in respect of which the office of the AGF requested for further probe in relation to some aspects of investigations. The issues were raised for further investigation with a view to cover the field in investigation to arrive at informed decision, the statement said. That story is on The Guardian this morning. I didn't exonerate Kihari, says Malami. Uh, this statement uh, from the from the AGF and the the earlier report that he exonerated uh, Abakiari, many Nigerians have seen it as the federal government just dragging its its, its feet as regards the issue of uh, Abakiari. Uh, the U.S. cannot just be pointing accusing fingers without having proof that he was involved in this in in, in, in that crime. Well, uh, like like many have argued, and I've I've also tried to you know. Uh, it, it, intervene you you find a situation whereby perhaps maybe only those who are food dragging on this matter you know i've been thinking that um the u.s you know uh, that as the fbi mm-hmm. let me say it that way fbi would be so flippant would be so careless and hasty in bringing somebody into a crime as big as this without really doing the, the, the thorough investigation that they should do. And they are asking you to allow the man or hand over the man to them. They, 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 won't, they won't be that... Uh, it's not an easy decision for them to take. They will have considered their relationship between you know, their country and Nigeria. They will have contri- considered the weight you know, of uh, 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 the offense and all that. But... Here we are, um, the Nigerian police setting up a committee 
investigative panel for so long now. Yes, for, for so long. And they've not really been able to come up with anything. So whether they, they like it or not, um, even with uh, the, the, the new development that we have in Nigeria concerning the same man, this time around, having a drug case or allegation hanging on his neck, you can see that there are some underhand dealings going on somewhere, just somebody just trying to make sure that this man does not go down. Yes, he's still, you know, innocent. Nobody has proven it. But I tell you, we just have to be a serious nation because if we mishandle this Kiaris matter, you don't know what is going to come up tomorrow. And Nigeria will need the same favor from the U.S., you know, to hand over somebody. And they will tell you it's not going to happen because it's, it's, it's an international relations thing. And the federal government must be, must be careful. Whoever is in love with this, you know, uh, uh, police officer, they should realize that there is a future. There will be a time they will not have the influence or the power or the authority to do this kind of thing they are doing. So let them do the needful. If it's going to, even the crimes in Nigeria here, we, we, we've heard so many things, even how some people are still trying to, you, you know, they went to court, I think the first day, and some of his um, co-travelers said they were guilty, said he was not guilty. So mm-hmm. the man is also ready to fight. Maybe because are, he also has some guys somewhere telling him that, look, nothing will happen. And if you know the kind of impunity you know, that's been going on in this country, you also want to say nothing will happen. But the federal, federal government should make sure that something really happens, especially when it comes to justice. Well, uh, the law of the dailies, uh, there are some other dailies as well with um, talks about uh, the embattled uh, DCP. Uh, the, uh, I think it was the uh, Premium Times uh, that was uh, mentioning uh, some amount that was uh, traced uh, to his account alongside uh, one of his uh, co-accused. Uh, is there this morning uh, to look out for? Uh, this uh, morning, this is about 4.2 billion naira was traced uh, to his account as well as another. The point says NDLEA traces 4.2 billion naira to Abba Kiari's uh, and as well co-accused's account. Uh, they're there this morning to look out for. But we wouldn't make gunpoint negotiations with ASU. That's according to the federal government. Uh, that's um, on the punch this uh, morning. I remember that this weekend was supposed to be a major one for the academic staff of universities. So many uh, Nigerians were waiting to find out what uh, will come out of their neck meeting, which was held on Sunday. There are quite a number of reports going around as to what ASU has decided. But uh, we won't make gunpoint negotiations with ASU. Uh, that's what the federal government is saying. Uh, that is on the punch. Uh, the Federal Ministry of Education has said it will not enter into agreements with the Academic Staff Union of Universities under duress. The ministry called on ASU to call off a strike so that we will not have gunpoint negotiations and make promises that we will not be able to fulfill. I quote, the ministry spokesman Ben Gong made this known in an interview with the punch on Sunday. 
the punch also gathered that the neck of the union, which is which was meeting at the University of Abuja, is expected to announce the final decision on whether to proceed on an indefinite strike or suspend the current industrial action today. The national president asked Emmanuel Oshodeke confirmed that the neck was indeed meeting, but refused to make uh, further comments, saying that details will be communicated after the meeting. However, a high-ranking source in the neck said the union would have no choice but to go on full-blown strike as the government had failed to do anything tangible to meet its demands. Uh, for Mr. Gong, who is the spokesperson of the Ministry of uh, Education, he says the government has done something tangible. Uh, even uh, the punch has been reporting some of the things that the government did to avert the strike. If I were ASU, I would call off the strike, and that is what we are telling ASU to do. Call off the strike so that nobody will be negotiating out of duress. If you continue the strike, we will have agreements at gunpoint with you. If they stay on the strike in a desperate attempt to make sure that the universities are reopened, we will make agreements on that duress. We are not in a state of war that you must be on strike before you negotiate. You say it is a warning strike and the government has begun the implementation of agreements. It is only normal that you call off your strike, but it is as if they have that mindset of a strike, um, he says. Uh, well, it's there. I remember that also that uh, there's fresh crisis following the declaration by the DG of NITDA, that's the National Information Technology Development Agency, Kashi Fuinua, who said that the university transparency and accountability solution created by ASU uh, in lieu of the IPPIS has failed uh, an integrity test. ASU, in a statement, accused Inua of deliberately misinforming the public and invited the Minister of Communication and Digital Economy, Sapantami, as well as the NITDA boss to a public debate over the integrity. Of you test the rest you'll find on the punch. We won't make gunpoint negotiations with ASU, uh, says uh, federal government. Uh, interesting what the federal government is saying. They're saying uh, if you're on strike and we continue negotiations, it means we might be making uh, agreements or we might be signing whatever under duress or doing it at gunpoint, suggesting mm. to some extent that maybe that's what has been happening in previous times. ASU had gone on strike and they've gone ahead to make agreements just to get to get the schools reopened. And then they come back later and say, we can't fulfill this agreement. But then, on the side of ASU as well, uh, like, well not just ASU, a lot of union uh, groups, a lot of unions in this country, uh, they would rather negotiate while they're on strike. because NASU. <laughs> well, yes, NASU is also there. Because they believe that if they, <laughs> if, they, if, they, if they call off the strike, then government relaxes sometimes. Well, um, well it's, it's quite interesting. When the government says... Um, it, um, it's, it's at a position of being held at gunpoint to, to make a decision or to sign an agreement. So a government could, could be in that position. Yet it's possible if you have enough pressure, you know, from the pressure groups, the unions being, you know, a few of them that could do that to a government. But how did we get there? How did the government get to this kind of position? If they've been doing what they are supposed to do, will also be pointing a gun, so to speak, you know, at their head. Um, I, I think the, 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 these government officials should realize, yes, we may not be in a war situation, but this is an emergency situation. And the earlier we declare an emergency, the education sector, the better. If not declare, we cannot say we should declare an emergency on, in, on Nigeria itself. But education is key here. Because the, the more your people are educated, the easier it will be for you to lead them. 
because they will easily understand you know their rights and privileges you also you know what you need to do and they are not likely to give you problems because you even have educated people who will be running the affairs of the country at that point but what do we have we have a situation whereby you know the the so-called stakeholders you know are not are not even the real stakeholders because what stakes are you holding apart from holding offices you know of education minister of director this director that and you are not in any way you know contributing anything you know to that system you don't have your children there they don't feel the pains other parents are feeling now the the, 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 the students are at home and they've traveled back home now, uh, you know, not doing anything. God forbid, if an arrest should come up at this time in the country, do you know how many youths will be on the streets again? Who, who is not thinking about this? You know, so I, I think that's what they need to do. However, I'm also tempted to, to, to say that may, maybe I actually need to, you know, call off the strike and, and get back to negotiation table. But they've been negotiating for many years. We are talking about 2009. Yes, this government could could tell us that, well, they've been there for, you know, less than seven years. And what have you done in the years that you've been there? Do you want us to be counting again from when you started in 2015? When another government comes in, then we'll be still referring to 2009? No. What they need to do right now is to show, you know, a course that they, they really want to do something. Not all these talks about we will do it, we will do it. it, it we, Nigerians are tired of this. Nigerian students are tired of this. They, 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 the protest they had last week might just be a child's play when they carry out another one. And they have legitimate growls to do this kind of thing they are doing. And God forbid, if anybody gets caught up in that kind of thing, the matter could be escalated. So the, uh, the government, these are government officials need to come down from the high houses and meet with, with ASU. They are not asking for something too much. But if you cannot meet everything, which is not what they are asking for, they are not saying that you have to meet everything until they return to the classes. No. To the classrooms, the, you just have to show cause that you are really ready. You are also pained that children are at home, mm-hmm. the undergraduates are there. Those who are supposed to f- spend four years are likely to spend six, seven years. Who is going to take care of their upkeep for that long? This is how they need to think, not to always bring down on the on, on the neck of FASU. Mm-hmm. When you do that, Anasu is not yielding. Nigerians will know what to tell them. Parents will know what to tell them, including the students. Uh, interestingly, uh, the other unions in the group, I think it was Sanu, Sanu. Uh, that were holding yeah. a press conference that they blaming mm. the federal government for the situation. Uh, they've also, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, spoken about probably uh, going on strike as well. Saying By that, the time Nasu also joins, mm. you know that will be total shutdown. Mm. In fact, already it is there because no, none of these unions... Maybe you might want to excuse maybe Sanu sometimes. But Nasu and Asu, once any one of them are on strike, you know what happens. Because even if you are receiving lecture and Nasu is not there, who are, who are the staff that will take care of, you know, 
putting the results and all those, all, those, all those things together for them to graduate or even for matriculation and all that. So the, 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 the system, you know, it, it's like this. And government knows, but I have been saying it. We, we, our president is abroad now, you know, to, to check his health. Yes, he needs to be healthy, but he's not in any of our hospitals. So if the health sector is suffering, it's not even feeling what the ordinary citizens are feeling. It's the same thing with what is going on on the campuses. Their kids are not here. If they are here at all, they are in all those expensive private universities in Nigeria. So they are, their own kids are at home. Whereas, you know, the majority of, majority of the undergraduates in Nigeria, you know I mean, their own kids are in school. Mm. And others who are in the majority, they are at home right now. In fact, they are on the streets. Let me put it that way. Well, um, is there this morning? Uh, we won't make gunpoint negotiations with us. That's according to the federal government. We'll take a pause now. We'll check out some more stories in a moment. Uh, please don't go anywhere. It's freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Is it all about fashion? Is it all about beauty? Or is it all about auto or gadget? We got you covered. Uriswewa Enterprises. Uriswewa Enterprises. Ladies and men. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates the Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS as you use the Fresh FM app review and rate our app we're available 24-7 for more updates thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest are you aware as a real estate developer you are required by law to obtain estate layout planning permit from the state government before selling of such land to the members of the public? As a person planning to build for residential, commercial, educational and other development, are you aware that building without permit is against the law and therefore an offense? The state government now grants planning permit to simple applications like bungalow, 4 to 6 bedroom flats, 2 to 3 floors within 7 working days of submission for approval if all required documents are complete, just as construction of petrol and gas filling stations without obtaining permits attract state government sanctions, building on waterways, erosion tunnels and floor prone areas. 
are also against the town planning law of the state. It is also important to warn members of the public that building and selling of lands within 1.5 kilometers on both sides of Abeokuta Shagamu Interchange Highway, Jabu the Mojada Ekwe Highway, and 1.0 kilometer radius of the new Lagos Can Railway Line, and the five train stations without government land allocation and planning permit violate the town planning and land laws of the state. For appropriate information and guidance on building construction in the state, visit the Ministry of Fiscal Planning and Urban Development, Okemoson Abeokuta, or any of the 22 zonal town planning offices. Announcer, Ministry of Fiscal Planning and Urban Development. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuta. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, uh, Fresh FM, Abelkuta on Twitter is where you drop your contributions. We're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Uh, that's how you join us uh, this morning. And checking out some security stories uh, this morning, there's this one on The Guardian. Nigeria is winning terrorism battle, says Irabo. That report is also on The Guardian, on the Tribune this morning. Terrorism, Nigeria will win, CDS Irabo. Over the weekend, he had an interview with a newsman where he talked about uh, the fight as regards terrorism in the nation. You might want to check that out. It's on The Guardian this morning and on the Nigerian Tribune. Nigeria is winning terrorism battle, says Irabo. How do you view a statement? like this of course we know the military they have to say okay we are doing this we are winning the war and all of that but when you check what is happening in those areas you know and, and what we see every day what we hear every day how do you statement like this well sometimes i we, we have to be careful about what we hear especially when um it's it's coming from the social media you know kudos to these soldiers with the three arms of mil- the military that we have they, they've really done well in in keeping these guys quiet. But the, the fights have been made complex for them. Because um, when you are fighting, you know, before now, it was just Nigerians. Now, you now have ISWAP, ISIS getting into the mix and all that. So it became more difficult. Because ab initio, we didn't take those guys serious until they came in and they started taking you know, uh, uh, territories from Nigeria. Remember, before 2015, the 2015 presidential election, the election had to be postponed, you know, for six weeks. For the people in that area to even have the needed peace to even participate in any election, to vote or be voted for, it was that bad. Am I saying that it's all over? No. They still have some ground to cover. But uh, if... The, uh, if Irabo uh, uh, is saying what he's saying now, he, 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 he will be saying it from the point of knowledge or the belief that he has that they, they've done enough to make this war won. But the war has not been won yet. It hasn't. Because we still have these guys coming up once in a while, you know, to pull some surprises there. And you ask, you ask yourself, but these people said they've done this. So... By and large, when you look at it, um, it's not over yet because it is still not yet over. They have to keep on pushing, keep on fighting, hoping that the government will give them the needed support. So kudos to those gallant soldiers out there. You, you know, I, I was just going to say that um, even, even at the time when we had the military chiefs that <laughs> a lot of people clamored for mm, them to mm. have been sacked or whatever, uh, their own their statements was almost always like this as well, yes. saying we were winning the war and mm. all of that. Yes, you you mentioned rightly 
some of the things we hear on social media that yes. you might not be able to trust. But there are also some of the, some of the ones that we know, a valid report, some of the ones we know. Uh, for example, just recently, uh, the Kebisi deputy governor was talking mm. about how, you know, the bandits that attacked them had superior firepower mm. and all of that. We, we know there was an attack in that area or in mm. those areas where he visited before then. Mm. We know what happened in Benue and the likes in la- last week. So, uh, I don't know. It's just always going to be tough, you know, for Nigerians uh, to... Yes, this statement, as you say, will come from a place of knowledge, but it's always going to be tough for Nigerians to, uh, you know, take them more than uh, they took statements, previous statements of this nature saying we are winning the war. So Sometimes I, I pity the soldiers. Um, I, I pity the police, the DSS, sometimes when they need to clean up the mess created by politicians. Some of those governors, when they speak about this banditry and insurgency sometimes, even they themselves are supposed to be the chief security officer to have intelligence, you know, from, you know, everywhere. It, some, we've heard of some of them even covering up for some of these criminals. And it's making the fight even tougher mm. for the professionals that should execute it. You know, in, in, in my opening statement on this, I, I said the fact that, look, it, 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 we are not fighting another country. We have Nigerians who have decided to take up arms against Nigerians. And you expect Nigerians to also make sure that, you know, they, 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 they make them quiet. They deal with them. And in the middle, you have politicians who are always there, you know, the, we, we, many people have traced the origin of banditry, you know, to a situation whereby politicians are, they harm some youth and all that. We have, we had all those stories. So even when the soldiers are supposed to move into a place and all that, you, you get calls from some governors, you know, who have some other, maybe, maybe they have some of their own, mm. you know, also among the, the, these groups of Youths that we are talking about, you know, so we, we won't blame the military when they issue this kind of statement. You know, uh, some people will say, uh, oh, they are lying. They are deceiving us. If the military are saying they've won a war, they've not won, they will be deceiving themselves because their lives are also in danger. That's the way Nigerians should see it. They will not be deliberately lying to themselves because if, if any, any general, we, we, we've, we've had one or two generals being killed in this war. So if such a person had lied to himself, well, we know what will happen. So I think that's the way Niger- we should continue to support, you know, these people. There are also some people's children fighting. Yeah, there are some people's fathers, some people's husbands. You know, many, many women now are widowed because their husbands have been fighting this war. That it's largely needless, you know, but it, it's upon us. We, we, they, they have decided to defend the nation, uh, territorial borders, and even some internal crisis for them to quell it. So we have to just support them. We shouldn't see every statement they issue as, oh, no, they are, they are lying, they are deceiving it. us and all that. No, it's, it's beyond some of the things we read on the news of newspaper, on the pages of newspaper. Well, uh, just very quickly, Pempishi newspaper said, Guru Maharaji advocates 60 years jail term for fake news purveyors. The founder of one family said, Guru Maharaji has advocated 60 years imprisonment without an option of fine for originators of fake news and those engaged in its spread in Nigeria. Pempishi reports that Maharaji uh, made the declaration on Sunday at a press conference held in Ibadan. They said, capital pointing out uh, an express concern over the spread of misinformation, which he noted is almost becoming a norm and currently having serious negative impact on the country and its citizens. Uh, the living public master has fondly called and emphasized that imprisonment of 60 years without an option of fine for any offender of fake news 
we discourage others who are interested uh, in engaging in such dubious acts, stressing that they would be compelled to think twice before venturing into the illegality. Mm. The rest of it is there. Sadhguru Maharaj advocates 60 years jail term for fake news purveyors there on the Pempishin newspapers. Uh, there are uh, some others uh, on the Pempishin newspapers to look out for. Secondary school students stabs colleague to death. That happened in Aquaibom, I think, as uh, there uh, this uh, morning. Police arrest two alleged notorious kidnappers in Ogun. Also there. Let's hear from you this morning. The numbers are 08 one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine or zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine hello good morning hello good morning all right, to try again. Uh, the numbers are there now. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash fresh FM live also for you to drop your contributions. Good morning. Good morning, Wale. Yes, sir. Good morning, my uh, dear brother, dear, and my sister, dear. Good morning. I am yes, MOK from United Towns of Aito. My dear brothers and sisters, we are we heading to Nigeria. We will continue with this problem of also and federal government, which remain unabated. What is the federal government actually doing since 13 years ago? Actually, they are saying they are not in government since certain They are now in government for seven years, which is over 50% of the period we are talking about. Then what are they talking about? It means they don't have interest of the masses in heart. It is my children, your children, your children of other people that are in these universities. Their own children are abroad or in, in the most highly paid institutions. Why are they treating us like this? Nigeria should governize their access together. And we see that we voted out these people. It, it is not good. Look at it. Mr. President is a minister for petroleum. See what petroleum is telling us today. I wonder if that could be happening in the ministry of Mr. President. How do you think we manage Nigeria? If it are not managers, uh, ministry. How can we really manage the entire uh, okay. Nigeria? All right, it's just not possible. All right, thank you. So, uh, uh, then on the issue of... Really, sir, have to let you go. The love of the strike talk to us. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning to you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Mr. Wally. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is Lionel Lacombe calling from Minaro. All right, quickly. I'm agreeing to uh, Mr. Thompson and Tibelia, my dear sir. Good morning, uh, sir. I think Mr. President... When Buni, the Kadiga chairman, Governor Buni, was winning more because of their camp, we are enjoying the holiday. Now, they did not even look at that this man is really has something beside the comfort. Not knowing that he has something. Now they have now realized at later time that we have something which are under his feet. They want to chase him out. So they need to address of me. Mr. President, he has all things to bring the party, party to the to unity. Uh, but if you look at it from the angle that he has nothing to lose, because he will complete the time eight years and he has nothing to he did not, he will not fight for anything again. So the party will be paid daily for it. And uh, about Charlie, I want to ask Mr. Santi, is uh, the 
Quickly, let me just see. I've, I've heard these things from so many people. Oh, they don't want to make him go to America. Um, if, if someone wants to go to jail, sometimes you need to go to American prisons. If you ask me, but that, that's that's on a lighter mood. Um, if anybody tried, if that's the plan, mm-hmm. I think they further destroyed him because now from money laundering, it has gone to drugs. Mm-hmm. So um, somebody needs to think about that very well because I, I don't know how that has helped me. Helped him. It has all. It has further shown that somebody has been allegedly. Living the life of a criminal. Yeah, but we don't. We don't know. Uh, we would have to wait and see because I've also heard some people that have said uh, legally the lawyers have said, well, he can't go anywhere if he has a case to answer here. And then I've also heard some people that have said, uh, don't worry, you see them drag on this case for so long, and then eventually it will go away. You never can tell. So we we'll just have to wait and see. How we'll this we'll wait mm. patiently too. Hello, good morning. All right, zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are the numbers. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live at Fresh FM Abelkota on Twitter. Good morning. Please turn on the volume on your radio. We'd have to let you go. Uh, good morning. How are you, sir? Oh, fine. Thank you. And you are not here. Okay. Uh, on a lighter note, let me look at it. Even the party chairman, controversial party chairman, Kateka Committee is in abroad for X reason. The president in abroad for X reason. The gladiators for presidential uh, tickets, they are going to consult abroad. That is, that is where APC put us in Nigeria today. And Nigeria need to think very deeply on how to, we are, uh, how to travel, the, the journey we, we are traveling to 2023. Secondly, the actual issue, the actual issue, what government is saying is shorted in falsehood. Look at the way they, they were, uh, the way they are dealing with uh, the computer system and the pay system of uh, the actual uh, members. That is why the sun also is contemplating going else on strike. When people can walk and can, will not, cannot get his pay, and you are still playing politics, most civil servants and all this rubber game, it's, 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 it's something terrible. Nigerians will think and know the kind of the hands of the people we are and know how to vote on 2023. These people are done enough. We need to have a rethink and channel our votes to who. Those people that they are already are willing and able to take us to the Eldorado. Right. God bless Nigeria. God bless you too. Hello, good morning. Hello, Wallace. Yes, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Mr. Fancy, long time. Yes, sir. You Hello, have sir. Solomon on your life. Um, Mr. Fancy, you talk about the military and uh, when uh, the current chief of army staff was saying they are winning the war. And Mr. Ali, you remember when the majority of the people said, change the service you, let them go. I said it that time. Nigeria were reactive, they are not proactive. 
we just want to jump to anything that this politician pushed to us. Look, and your constituency are not doing the military work. You know, I've been saying it. Even currently in Russia and Ukraine, when two people are fighting, they are both the casualty for both sides. Let me refer you to one of the papers this morning, Premium Times. That was a story that they brought this morning. They, they, they said about war and something. Wakil in Nigeria, both the, the military and the civilian. And the Premium Times did not even tell us. They don't see it as a right thing to tell us how many of these criminals the military men were killed. They don't do that. When it comes to uh, 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 the Boko Haram or bandit kill our military men, mm. it will make the front page. But when that. it comes to mm. the other side, <laughs> you will see it. You will not see it on the front page. It's sad. Look, it's more or less, we are using our hand, our, our pen, our mouth to destroy this country. And it's going to fall on all of us. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you. I don't know. It's it's, it's easy to you know make some of these statements. Just uh, I think last week was the uh, second or the biweekly uh, ministerial briefing or the uh, briefing by the DHQ mm. where they talked about uh, how many bandits they killed and all mm. of that. I think that's the only official way of getting information from the military, and. That was on the pages of most dailies the following day or the day so after. What's so the ofi- what's the official way of getting, you know, how many soldiers that were well, killed? I, I don't know how the premium times does their job. All I, I'm, I'm just saying that because when you say that nobody talks about it's, it's quite similar to what Mr. Femi Additional said. Mm. Nobody's encouraging the president and he was criticized for that. No, no, I won't, so, I won't even, I won't even say, <laughs> say something about Mr. Additional. But isn't this the same thing? Nobody's be, be, encouraging because, the military. You know, That's be, what because saying. the way he's been throwing information and articles on us, um, sometimes he, he, he insults the intelligence of many Nigerians. But when you when you look at it without some of these hidden biases that uh, some of us carry, you 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 have to see that look. Um, if the military, if they are doing, you know, so little or so well, we need to be accurate when we report it, mm-hmm. and that's where I stand. And if they are not doing well too, you have to report it. But let us not report it to to dampen their morale mm-hmm. because. Uh, if their morale is dampened and they, they, they are weak in this fight, <laughs> I, I don't know whether we'll be able to defend ourselves. So that's where I stand. I'm not saying a war has been won. In fact, the general said they are winning. He didn't say they've won the war. Well, um, very quickly, I don't know whether we can get back to the phone lines, but let's uh, check out some thoughts about social media. Zakaria Ulbayotanikbala says, Federal government should please find lasting solutions to the brouhaha between ASU and the government. Our children are suffering from this headlock. Nasir Usman Rawaya says, Federal government should give ASU all its need for the betterment of education in Nigeria. Agbo Samuel, help the government and their appropriate stakeholders know the implication of skipping a student at home for too long. The SANU are coming up with their own demands. Are the government done the needful? We wouldn't have been in this ignominious situation. Uh, Zabiru Tajuddin says, uh, good morning. Uh, oh, he says, watching live from Wino Town in Sokoto. Uh, thank you. Uh, of course, uh, there are some others. Um, Smith Oluchiji says, uh, good morning. Uh, I'm really disappointed and pissed uh, with PMB. Look, this one okay. says the president is a failure. <laughs> says he has failed in all aspects, even he cannot put his party together. Economy is in shambles. Poverty everywhere, staring us in the face, malnutrition in children, 
collapse in education, health care system, even of an availability of petroleum products with high cost of living. Just to mention a few. I just PTT team, I'm Talking the morning, talking the evening, talking the night till I'm sleepy. Wake up to you in the AM, oh, do it over till I'm sleepy. Hey, pretty, I really hope you believe me. I ain't never met you, but then I know you're the one. I already know this a bond. Spending hours on the phone, I make you laugh. You know it's facts, I'm more than a guy. money they get from their pensions, and they will still have to keep them at home. Feed them. Really, still no certainty what happens. And this is the time you to eating mm. so much eating a lot. finish all the rice and beans <laughs> at home and uh, at the end of the day they are not progressing mm. in their educational pursuit Professor Abola on Twitter says Samson Angeli has hit the nail on the head on the Asu FGN in Broglio is not asking for impossibilities and he's not asking for too much how logical is it to be negotiating what has been negotiated and signed since 2009 government agents are not serious at all he says Alright, uh, FG saying Asu strike is like a gun pointed to his head to make a decision is the height of deceit from the government. I'm sure the strike was not decided in a single meeting. What were they thinking, doing before the strike? God bless Nigeria. It's even a warning strike. It has, not, it has not even gone to a full-blown strike yet. Well, hopefully.